Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, that really hurt my quads. <sighs> they are sore from all the karate. Kara, can I, can I have my mic, please? No, you can't. <laughs> you have to fight for it. You have to fight for stuff. All right. Welcome back. This podcast is brought to you by... Waves and Rocks. Oh, sorry. No, that was the two podcasts ago. Now, this one is brought to you by Kickin' Ass and Kick-Ass Candles. Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. More on them later, but I'm going to do you a solid and just uncap that bad boy. And get rid of Three, the burnt wire smell. Two, one. I smell it. I was going to say, yeah, oh, I did already hear you. <sighs> oh, I've got the wrong thing on. Hold on. <laughs> I would like to be able to see our chat. Oh, yeah. That would be ideal. <coughs> Welcome, one concurrent viewer. <laughs> How do you be? You be fine? Okay. Oh. Switching to caffeine-free. You know what? A caffeine-free Pepsi is like the best thing ever. Everyone's like, oh, that's what grandma's drink. It's like, it's what my grandmother drank. Well, fuck you too, concurrent viewer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, much like Cobra Kai Season 5 did, we're just going to jump into the action. Yes. Oh, they're back. Okay, so, episode one. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is I went back and rewatched Season 5 again right, in listen. preparation for this episode. <laughs> we will not... 100% be chronologically correct, but our heart is there. No, no, no. We'll just talk about the whole season because there's going to be callbacks to previous seasons and. Let's double check audio. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. A good idea. Hey, what do you call a deer with no eyes? Dead. No idea. No idea. Son of a bitch. What is our name? <laughs> What do you call a deer with no eyes on the side of the road? Your mom knows? I'm still no idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because we're really high tech here at the Average Intelligence Podcast. I look good. No, I'm just kidding. Matter <laughs> season five and i was like i don't know if i like this and don't get me wrong there are definitely some elements that were they upped the cheese factor quite a bit but overall it was good tv it was damn good tv it's borderline racist well the, the, the <laughs> drama between all the children for the first like what was it four episodes it really was kind of like too different was too much because it was just so like corny drama it was we, horrible but we then are, they came together we are hearkening back to the 80s though so it kind of makes sense but they're I, not in the 80s <laughs> i know they just still wish they were which is a major theme of the entire series two old men in midlife crisis started a gang war <laughs> i mean that's not an inaccurate synopsis and then brought OGs in thinking that they would help the situation and made it worse. Yeah, Chosen. Don't yeah. get me wrong, Chosen was great. Chosen's season. the most well-adjusted adult, except maybe for Amanda, in this entire show. And she that's saying a lot. pissed me off so much by like just not listening to 
him, and then it took. <clears throat> well, he is Daniel the racist. <laughs> but it it just it made zero sense. Like, we finally, I like, Amanda. I was like, you're you're literally not going to listen to your husband of how many years? You know, you're just going to think he's a hothead and and not and trying to fight this old man. Well, maybe she's just seen Karate Kid and knows that Daniel has a history of jumping to conclusions. Well, and on top of that, Daniel being the bad guy. Because he is. Daniel LaRusso is the villain. The Karate Kid is Johnny Lawrence. And if you didn't believe it before, since Cobra Kai came out, it's been confirmed. Clean fund. Alright. I gotta sit up. Although, we did finally answer the question of where did Daniel and Amanda even meet, or how did they meet, rather. <laughs> Through the cousin who Daniel was, like, not dating. Daniel was friend-zoned by this girl in... In Karate Kid Part 3. That was... They managed to salvage it, because I remember the first time I watched Karate Kid Part 3, I was like, what? Yeah, I was I was kind of like taken aback by that when I when I watched it. I because like, they knew that 35 or some odd years later, <laughs> like, you know, they're probably going to make a TV show, and we're going to need an in <laughs> for his wife. You know, the funny thing is, is I actually never watched the second or third Karate Kid. I'd only ever seen the first one, and I'd only seen it in bits and pieces. And then I was like, you know what? He was telling me about this show, and he's like, hey, you need to watch Cobra Kai. And I was like, all right. Oh, that's right. I did and tell then you about it. I decided to, instead of starting Cobra Kai, I watched the first three movies first, got gung-ho on those, and then and then started the season, uh, season one. And it was fantastic. Oh, I could not believe how good season one was. Because when I first saw the trailer, I think I said this on our first Cobra Kai episode. I said, this is either going to be fucking awesome or it's going to suck so bad. Dude, that's the problem is everyone doesn't expect, not professionalism, but performance from Johnny Lawrence. And William Zabka is a fucking badass. It's not just that, though. It sucks that it took this long for him to become the good guy. In all 80s yeah. movies that he played in, he was the bad guy. Which is, I, I... He was even the bad guy in the hot tub time machine. You remember that? Yes, he was. He, he was He was the guy who forced old boy to suck on, you know. Yeah, and what's really funny about oh, that is they, they explore that whole thing in How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you've seen it, but Johnny Lawrence... Yeah. Or not Johnny Lawrence, William Zabka. I've only... I've not seen the actual show. I've seen yeah. the YouTube But also, William Zabka has my favorite line in that entire series and it's such a stupid line i don't know why i find it so funny but it's in season nine when for those of you who've seen the show you know what i'm talking about but the main character ted season nine takes place with i think it's a 72 hour span of barney's wedding and barney invites william zapko to his wedding because he was part of bachelor party yeah it doesn't matter because barney is a fan of karate kid dresses up as a Cobra Kai student for Halloween on one occasion, I think, in the show. Yeah. But he's the one who's like, no, Johnny Lawrence is the karate kid. Daniel LaRusso was obviously the bully. Johnny was just trying to, you know, that whole bit. And he knew. He knew. <laughs> he, he read that. But um, the funny part is Ted is spending all this time trying to show up uh, uh, William Zabka. And there's just this, it's such a stupid line. Again, I don't understand why I find it so funny. Um, they're trying to figure out where Marshall's wife is, Lily, and somebody says something about mooring a dinghy in a lagoon, and Ted goes, and I mean, you would never moor a dinghy in a lagoon. And then William Savka, not missing a beat, goes, I don't know, Ted, under certain title conditions. <laughs> why it's so funny? I don't Wait, know. You know what the, the best part about that is? Is I remember seeing that 
episode, well, the clip, and the outfit he was wearing was perfect. Well, what was perfect? They picked it for Cobra Kai. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? I, awesome. I I have to believe that his appearance on How I Met Your Mother had some at least a little bit to do. Yeah, but that with was like what 2013, 2014 when that happened. When did it end? I because can't remember. Because Cobra Kai began in what twenty sixteen. Twenty eighteen. Was it twenty eighteen? I think. Pretty sure. No, I think it was twenty sixteen. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, so and I keep, I tell people all the time it's it's like you have to watch Cobra Kai. I don't care if you've seen the Karate Kid or not because they did it right. You you don't have to watch those movies they help but anything you need to know they catch you up to speed on even in season five there are callbacks to the all the previous seasons oh they're bringing everybody back including mike fucking barnes and i tell you what the bad boy of karate yeah i actually said that dude i cracked uh he not looks so bad <laughs> I'm telling you though, I loved what they did with Mike Barnes. Oh, it was great. Well, because I was, I thought I was like, are they really gonna make him a villain? There's, I thought they would. Here's the reason why I didn't think they would, and I'm glad they did it this way because the whole theme of the show, with the exception of Crease and Silver, is well, and they're part of it is, is that nobody's a villain, everybody's just a person. Well, no, the, the the overall theme is living in the past is. You can have reverence for the past, but living in it and not accepting that the world has changed is ultimately what makes bad things happen to characters in the show. Because think about Johnny. He was at his worst. Well, he was close to his worst when he was just completely inflexible, didn't want to move on with the times. And Johnny kind of encapsulates the theme of the show perfectly because he's somebody who has reverence for the good old days, for the 80s, the the original, as he says, old school American karate, which is a hilarious phrase, but it makes sense for Johnny. But he has to adapt to a certain extent, but he doesn't go full anymore. He's not full one direction or the other. Reese did not help him, though, because of when he he basically called him loser, because Johnny was, he was, he had the right momentum at the end of the karate kid when, when lou russo won remember yeah. because he's like lou russo you're a good guy and he, he he was attempting to change and then he gets out there and he goes i did my best well so the and beginning then is like oh second in place is your best da, da, da. well so the beginning of karate kid part two was supposed to be at the end of the first karate kid that's why it looks the same because it was actually shot they decided to cut it because they wanted to end the movie on a high note yeah. but the ultimate theme of the movie was supposed to be that and that's why Daniel calls it back. It's like, you know, yeah, Mr. Miyagi saved your life. The actor who they got to play young William Zavka, spot on. Yeah, we were talking about that. I, we we suspect there was some CG work done, but overall, I mean. Like, I mean, I know they did some, something similar with uh, Paul Walker and his brother to uh, after Paul Walker died in the Fast and Furious movies, and they did something similar, so I'm assuming they probably did do some CGI, but it looked it's, it seemed like it was just to give it that little extra. Oh, it was great. And, and like, the hair was spot on. Well, yeah. <laughs> the hair was spot on. And then, yeah. but um, Speaking of which, spoilers ahead. Like, big time spoilers. Yeah, definitely. And thank you to our two new subscribers today. Yeah. Did a little experiment. I think that paid off. So on show days, we'll give you a fun little preview of what we're going to do. I just came up with that randomly, and I'm just like, why not? I think you're going to be seeing a lot more shorts out of us. Oh, you're going to be seeing a lot more shorts out of us. And as long as you guys keep liking, sharing, and subscribing, 
and we're we're loving all the uh, positive and negative feedback. <laughs> it's fun. You know, I'm looking over here when I need. To get yeah, the here. the the one clip I I know what clip you're talking about. Boy, we got so much hate, but I would like to point out that there were more likes than dislikes by a decent margin on that video. I was kind of surprised. I figured it'd be split pretty well down the middle. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't help but notice it was only men commenting on that video. Yeah, pick up the slack, ladies. <laughs> All right, back to Cobra Kai. Yeah, back we're, to Cobra we're Kai. Stay on focus well, speaking point. of ladies picking up the slack, Cobra Kai, the girls, in a good way, the girls really... <laughs> were shining in I was one. I was really taken aback by Tori because she in last season as well after LaRusso uh LaRusso's wife Amanda had talked to her and was attempting to help her that was last season correct yes okay and she was trying to help her and Tori at first was just thinking you know this is just a ploy but then she realized she was actually trying to help come to find out and then Samantha being the LaRusso she is, <laughs> jumps to conclusions. And then, uh, and then of course, they get back into their fights and whatnot. But the, the entire time, Tori is trying to be a peacekeeper between everybody. Now, she's not taking no shit, but she is attempting to be a peacemaker. So, like, when they were at the, uh, the, the water, water park, park, which was a terrible episode, by the way. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that. And then, but I mean, it is what it is. I, I was like, you guys are gonna race on a water slide with a tube. You know what, though? Let's be real. That's that's a better alternative than fighting. I mean, yes, but I'm just saying, a race on a tube. I would have said, okay, first one to swim back and forth on in this pool wins. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the, that's a race. They're not, they're not going down a slide that you have no control of going faster or slower depending on your weight. And it was like obviously Hawk should have won, but they cheated. Well, and, and, I'm assuming but he we weighs don't, more than her. We don't even know that though. We didn't see anybody sabotage the tube, and I think that was the point: is we weren't supposed to know. It. The only thing we need to know is that the first. It was Hawk and Tori, right? Yeah, Hawk and okay. Tori were racing. Which did you know they're dating in real life? I'm not surprised. I would date Peyton List in real life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If yeah. I swung that way, I'd date. I forget Hawk's actor's name. Uh, Jacob Bertrand. I knew it was Jacob something. If I swung, if I was on that team, I would date him. Hey, he's a hawk lover. Because <laughs> his uh, he doesn't really have that lip thing going on in real life. That's makeup. Yeah, and then his uh, his hair in real life, I guess, is nice. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what else. To say. I didn't know where you're going with that one. <laughs> I don't know either. But anyway, so uh, um, what did you think about? The whole, because believe you me, I had some issues with this season, mostly factual stuff. And then my same, I don't even want to call them complaints, but my same, I don't know how you, like my, my same like little nitpicks about Cobra Kai series the entire time. I was like, but what did you think about the excursion to Mexico? Waste of time. Not only that, incredibly stupid. They did nothing with it. Like, I mean, did, did it did it give Miguel some insight, and then he decided not to? So, or, or were they just trying to lead way that that guy is going to do some information searching and find out who Miguel is, find out who his mom is? How did he not ha- figure it out? He had a picture of the entire family. He didn't look at it. He was oh, focused on yeah. something else. And, and the thing sense. is, I was reading some comments online, and some people were saying, I mean, the picture's right there. I was like, if you pay attention, when he, he's paying attention to it, like, as soon as that picture, he looks over at something else, and he's doing something else. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so. 
don't know where where do I want to start? Um, where do we begin? Well, and again, these are just nitpicks. These are not. I'm not saying like it's necessarily bad. I just and Cobra Kai really suspends disbelief both in physics and in IQ. <laughs> Miguel traveling to Mexico, even though he speaks Spanish, Miguel traveling to Mexico by himself is just dumb. That's just stupid. Plain dangerous, really. Yeah, that's what. That's what I mean. It's just dumb. And then, oh yeah, I'm gonna. It's like, come on, I. I I'm. D- and he can fight too. He could have okay, taken those yeah. guys down easily. No, I see. That's that's my problem with Cobra Kai. I don't care. Like, and especially if it's only karate. Like, maybe no, if the, he had, had. No, 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 no. Listen, you, you misunderstand me. I'm not saying he could take them all on at once. When you're fighting and stuff like that, which you, you know, you can um, divert the enemies. And separate them, fight one on one. If they're stupid, yes. Yeah, but those guys were extremely. Th- this is true, but I'm just talking in the general sense here. Um, you know, in the real world, that fight would have turned out very differently if it had happened. Are you talking about for if Miguel had fought them? Miguel actually made the right choice. Oh, Miguel, yeah, but Robbie and Lawrence, that was fantastic when they fought. That was, guys. and that, and that's plausible because we know that Johnny. Johnny Especially, was about to get his ass kicked. But Robbie can... And Robbie I liked that. Him. I liked that because it is possible if you have two well-trained people can take on four untrained guys. It's That's very possible. It's just that everybody does a lot of really stupid things all throughout their time in Mexico, particularly the FBI shirts, which I, I get why. I forgot that the guy in the pepper eating contest spit milk on him, and that's why they changed I, that just hit me recently because I was like, why did they put those shirts on? That's just really dumb. Well, yeah, 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 because yeah. at first I was like, why would they be wearing an FBI shirt? And But the thing is, though, like, I would assume most of them can understand a little bit of English uh, down there. So it depends I, I would assume on, on the back of the – they would see female body inspector. Well, not only that, it had pictures of, ladies. like, lady silhouettes on it. So yeah, but the think. thing is, though, if you only see the front of the shirt, yeah. like Miguel's well, dad, what a dumbass. <laughs> Well, not only that, but I have to go on the run. It, it, <laughs> he was he went on the run for nothing, and then they just leave Mexico, and he's scared shitless because he thinks the FBI's after him. That's that's hilarious. That's poetic justice right there, Miguel's dad. You piece of shit. Actually, you don't even know you're a piece of shit. Um, the one thing I did like about the whole Mexico arc was when Johnny was fighting the cage fighter. That Robbie had to give him the pepper, and I'm not going to say he cheated, but like he had to. Oh yeah, put it in his eyes. Because in in again in the real world, somebody who's only training, even if they're extremely good at karate, somebody who's only trained in karate is not going to stand a chance against even I'd say an average mixed martial artist who's competitive. Because just the ground game alone, that, like, dude, that dude would have tore him apart, and he was about to, but they did the which I liked because there are times in Cobra Kai where it's like. But they did something good, and they brought in a supplement. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean... It worked. Hey, win at all costs, no mercy. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Captain Asino shows no mercy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's my favorite line in the water, boy. <laughs> you pulled me in the eye. Captain Asino shows no mercy. <laughs> um... Uh, what else in the Mexico arc? Um, I didn't like how quickly Miguel's dad did like a 180 personality. At first he's like, I am a family man. And then he's like, ah, the bitch only wants me for my money anyway. 
Yeah, because he was taking care of her and her kid pretty much, and because and like come find out it's not even Miguel's dad's kid. Yeah, you know, and then he saves him. He's like, "Oh, I'm indebted to you," and it's like, and then he he just like clung to Miguel like real quick. Like yeah, that. which doesn't really make any him. sense. It's like, is that how the culture is down there? Because I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, are they very from, friendly like from, that? From it, it depends on where you are. I'm willing to bet if you travel just about anywhere, if you save somebody's kid from getting run over by a car, you're gonna be well received but i've seen some videos where people have literally saved kids in america though in america and they hug their kids and don't even say one word to the person that saved them and i'm like you're fucking trash and i'm saying this based on my very very limited experience in mexico but i could i could see that depending on where you are and under what context especially since miguel spoke spanish and like i i don't want to phrase it this way but like he he did he wasn't a fucking gringo you know like not saying that they wouldn't be hospitable well because like when i was in mexico everybody was always nice and polite to me but i was also there with people from that area so i don't think i would have been ill-treated but you know actually everybody was very nice to me when i was in mexico so it was a nice change of pace because americans can be real dicks we're talking to you america america misses you fuck you no, 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 I don't want to say fuck America. I love America. We just need to work on some things. We need to work on a lot of things, but other than that, it's a good country. It's the best. Overall, culture needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Especially everybody. I'm like, you need to learn how to argue and still get along after the argument. Like, that shit's, like, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask Robbie and Miguel. Oh, so I made a joke to myself. I was saving it for the podcast, so I will say it now. Here's the joke. Are you ready? The the morals, like the overarching theme of season five of Cobra Kai is bros before hoes. Because Robbie and Miguel are now like, ah, we're cool. I think they realized they had no choice. After <laughs> fucking Lawrence fucked up, he's like, <laughs> he says, when the baby comes, and he's like, they're both like, what? <laughs> that's that's not. That was actually after the fight. I'm, I'm then gonna... They were done with the fight, and then he said that. He goes, cool, so you guys are good, so I just want to make sure we were done with this after the baby comes. I am going to level with everyone watching this podcast. If you have two dudes that are not getting along, honestly, let them fight. They'll probably be cool afterward. And if they're not, at least they know how hard the other guy hits, so they'll probably at least keep their mouth shut. <laughs> like, seriously, it's it's hilarious that, like, 99% of men were in conflict at one point. 99% of men who are friends yeah. were in conflict at, at some point. point. When we first met each other, we fucking couldn't stand each other. It was. I can't remember why. It wasn't me. I know that much. <laughs> I was literally just walking by myself on the gym, <laughs> around the track at the gym. Wait, I don't remember this. And you're, you're like, Erp, sweet is beat. Did I? I, I was just like, I, I, I think I whipped around and said something. When I was like, yeah, that's real clever. And, Probably. And then that uh, sounds like that, something that, I would have done. That was that it. Age. So I was just like, and then. We uh, found out we lived closer to each other, and so we're like, that was it. I guess we're friends now. <laughs> it's kind of like Johnny Twenty One Johnny One Jump Street. <laughs> Johnny One Jump Street. <laughs> it's kind of like Twenty One Jump Street. It's like, hey, you want to be friends? 
Yeah. You're pretty good at math, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm not. <laughs> Want to be friends? Yeah. Um, Listen, we were young. That's like Daniel and Johnny, though. That shit, like, was played out so much. But how much Johnny uh, grew in this season when he was the one talking down LaRusso and literally made sense to him. LaRusso's like, I'm a mess, aren't I? Yeah, that I do, I do really think good. Johnny saw his biggest growth in season four, but he, yes, 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 he he stepped up in season five too. He's, he's tried so much, but the thing is though, like I, I'm not gonna say like anyone should let themselves be held back just because something happens, but Johnny had so many things against him, and it was like they were just trying to make him out to be the bad guy, and he's like, dude, I don't want to be the bad guy. Like, you know, not the writers or anything like that. I'm talking all the stuff that's happening. I mean, yeah, technically the writers. But it's your fault. They they worked it around, and they came full circuit. It's like a circle. <laughs> and it was, like, so perfect. A how, perfect how, how they how, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't Which their, <laughs> their logo isn't even a perfect circle. Yes. <laughs> um. To all our younger viewers, you probably have no idea. I was going to say younger was. viewers. And I would no hope idea. that you would research that name of the band because it was a fantastic band. They have very many good songs. And Maynard Keenan Jones is a weirdo. But I still like it. <laughs> Watch Sober by Tool, 1993, 1994, live, and you'll know what I'm talking about. He's fucking it, weird. Isn't a perfect circle just Tool minus one no. band member? Oh, am I getting that wrong? Perfect Circle, all the music is written by their guitarist, Billy Howardell. Uh-huh. Maynard just sings for them. Oh, Didn't write any of it. Well, well, no, I'm not talking about the I'm just talking about the people that play in the band. Nope. Just uh, Maynard Keenan Jones is the only one from Tool. Oh. And uh, he also has another band called Pussifer. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that one. 